Hey everyone, this is Face with the Dumb Rant Podcast. You know, there's a lot of division in the world today, but here, rather than create more division by focusing on controversial subject matter, I want to bring everyone together with a mutual distaste and some of the more simple inconveniences in life. I want to cover topics in which we can all say, yeah, that does suck. Folks have more in common than they realize, regardless of background, political leanings, etc. And that includes the things we love to gripe about. So sit back, try to relax, and enjoy the show. By the way, I would love audience input. So if you have any feedback or have any ideas for subject matter that deserves a good rant, you can reach me at dumbrantpodcast at gmail.com. That's D-U-M-B-R-A-N-T podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thanks and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Dumb Rant Podcast. I don't have a song for this now. Once I get a song for this podcast, then I guess I'll change this crap out. I'm not sure if you all know this, but you can apparently extend the warranty on your vehicle. Apparently my warranty is about to expire. Who knew? I thought it expired a long time ago, but the robocall seems to know better. So, if you haven't guessed, today's topic is robocalls. I used to get plenty regarding credit cards, student loan debt consolidation, etc. Now I can't go a day without getting at least two calls regarding extending my car's warranty. I drive a 2012 Chevy. The warranty is past extending. It's not the same caller either, or if it is, they have a different voice or message or number lined up each time. Why is this allowed to happen, and who actually believes this crap? Is it legit? I can only assume they must be having some degree of success. Otherwise, they wouldn't be so frequent. But this is an everyday thing for me. I just got one this morning. I see the FCC is supposed to be cracking down on it, but I get more now than ever. I'm not sure how they got my phone number in the first place, but I assume it's not hard considering how many places collect data anymore. It's strange. If I get a call from my work regarding whether or not I need to come in, their automated messaging system says potentially spam on my phone. I don't get that with other robocalls. As a matter of fact, many times they have local area codes, which I'm more likely to answer. Have any of you actually engaged with one of these robocallers or held on the line long enough to talk to a real person? Perhaps you had a discussion about extending your car's warranty. If so, I'd love to know how that went. Was it legit? In the past, I'd received a call regarding student loan debt consolidation, and not from those who my loans were through. The red flag was them asking for my social security number, first thing. Of course, I wouldn't give it out, but once again, These scams wouldn't exist unless they have had some degree of success. They're not going to extend the warranty on your 1989 Yugo. Nobody should be falling for this. If they do, let me know. I might have to invest. You can block the calls, but they change so frequently that I'm not sure it does any good. Perhaps I should engage with these folks. Lead them on a wild goose chase. Perhaps sound interested, then put them on hold indefinitely or stick the phone in a cabinet. I don't know. I've seen folks do this with scammers online, 
which is a category I feel a lot of these robocalls probably fall into. So perhaps having a little fun with them by wasting their time is appropriate. Has anyone tried this? I know telemarketing is a rough gig. It's a job, and I'm not out to make their situation any more difficult than it already is. But are these robocalls even in that category? And if it's a scam, am I supposed to feel bad for the person on the other end who I would eventually be speaking to knowing that they know that what they're doing is shady? How many of these calls are even based in the United States? I guess I hang up before talking to a real person, so I have questions regarding this as well, as often scams on the internet can come from foreign entities. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, take me off your list. My second rant today is spam mail. You know, credit card offers, perhaps more offers to extend your car's warranty, subscription services, etc. It's ridiculous how much of this we receive, and once again, I would assume the $75,000 check that they keep sending me isn't real. As a matter of fact, I got one in the mail today I'm holding here. It says, Funds Distribution Department, $70,500 and no cents. That's the eligible amount. And it's mailed out to me, and it says they can help me with my crushed, crushing debt if I have it. You've been pre-approved. So as low as 3.15%, that's the annual percentage rate. And I can even borrow an extra $10,000 and still save $1,500 every month, uh, just in case I'm under a mountain of high interest credit card debt. So I don't know. Do I take this into the bank and cash it and see if they'll give me uh, $70,500? <laughs> I don't think so. I remember a journalist or some other news personality saying that what he did was send back the prepaid envelope to the company. You know, a lot of these places, when they send you a, whatever the spam mail may be, they send a prepaid envelope with it. And he would send it back with coupons or other junk mail. Basically, you're making them pay postage without actually signing up for anything and you're wasting their time. Plus, perhaps this would help the Postal Service since they get paid for it, I assume. I have read other articles regarding this practice saying it isn't a good idea, so I don't know. Something about sending a bunch of coupons back in the prepaid envelope to that credit card company or warranty company seems satisfying. Speaking of those checks that come in the mail, which have to do with consolidation, at least this one did, has anyone actually tried to cash them? I assume someone has done it, otherwise they wouldn't keep sending them out. Or at least someone has called the number on the front. If you have any creative ways of dealing with this, please let me know. Like I said, the only one I'm aware of is sending back the prepaid envelopes full of other junk mail or coupons, something along those lines. And once again, I've read some articles saying that doing so can be problematic, though I don't remember exactly why. My last rant the snowplow that literally came to my street, lifted his blade, drove to the other end of the block, then lowered his blade and started plowing the next block down, leaving our block snow-packed and untouched. What the hell, man? Well, folks, that's all the time I have for today. I hope you enjoyed, and please remember, I'm always open to recommendations and feedback. If you have any rants, you would like me to cover, please reach out via email and I'll do my best to cover it. I would like to focus on those universal inconveniences that we all agree on. 
There's already enough out there dividing us. Let's find things that we can gripe about as one. With that said, you all take care, and I'll catch you next time.